0: episode 31 now what a diamond of an episode all the people will throw their hands up and rejoice at episode 31 there's laughter there's tears there's tragedy uh at one bit lucas does an impression of owen wilson uh and i cut his impression out because I copy the impression, so I'll make it look like I did it. So watch out for that. That's a funny bit right at the end. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to support the show. If you've got the time and you'd like to support us, leave us a review on a Apple podcast. You can probably do it on the website. You're clever. Figure it out. Or, if you don't have Apple, you must have a friend who's got an iPhone. Do it on their phone. Just go, let me borrow your phone for a minute. Promise you I'm not going to look through your pics. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you. Leave a review using their phone on the podcast app, right, for us, five stars if you can, that's the only one we want, um, and then uh, submit, maybe have a look, quick look through their picks, then hand the phone back. These are just options, people, these are options. Um, yeah, there's a few of my close friends who listen to this podcast who still haven't left a review. Cool. I, uh, I do mention it at the beginning of every episode, but yeah, nice one. Yeah, no, no, carry on, carry on, carry on. Yeah, anyway, uh, this is episode 31. If you'd like to support us even more, you could visit the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash potvision. Uh, what else can I say? Nothing. Anyway, here's episode 31. Wow.
1: Hello 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 hello, 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 hello. And welcome to the Pottervision podcast, the podcast where every single week for us on a Sunday for you on a Monday, Tom Laurentson and myself Lucas Kirby, we read a chapter of the Harry Potter books and use that as a skeleton for a podcast episode. This week it's episode
0: 31. We're on book 2, chapter 14. Can you believe? Can you believe it's been 31 episodes? Oh. I can't. What What a slog. What a slog (laughs) it's been. And if we did
1: every chapter in the books, we worked out it would be 199 episodes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So only 168 to go. It's chapter 14 of book two,
0: Cornelius... Fudge. Mm, The the title of this chapter has got me a bit hungry. Oh, Mm. yes.
1: I hope there aren't any more
0: (laughs) chocolate-based
1: chapter titles. Mm. So I don't want
0: you being distracted. Mm, Licking my lips, salivating. My trousers, they're black, but they're covered in drool marks because I keep drooling all down myself and the stains won't come out and I've only got one pair of trousers. No one will walk round next to me. (laughs) Thank goodness, you know, this is what you're like with Fudge. I'm hoping there isn't
1: a chapter coming up for me called Sylvester Roast Dinner. Because that would have me
0: drooling the same. Johnny McDonald's.
1: Oh Johnny McDonald's. I'd love that
0: chapter in the Harry Potter
1: book. Who is Johnny
0: McDonald's? (laughs) Tom, how have you been this week? I've been alright. I've been alright, been working from home. Uh, It's been nice pottering around my own house. Mm-hmm. Uh, It's funny when you get a house, because you kind of look around going, hey, all this stuff belongs to me. This mm-hmm. is my responsibility. Woke up the other morning, right?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I, beat,
0: I beat the rooster. Well yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> I ran to the window. I woke him up. Yeah. Right. He pecked me on the finger. All right. So, <laughs> I was walking downstairs. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like every man, uh, when I wake up in the morning, I go and check the, the doorstep, the front door. Yeah. Open the front door, and my steps and my little path yeah. leading to the gate yeah. is covered in muck. Oh! It had gone from being perfectly clean yeah. to covered in muck. Mm. We're talking mud, leaves, moss, all scattered about. It's yeah. on top of my bins as well. Right. It's everywhere. Yeah. Right? I'm like, what is this? Is this an attack? yeah so i look at my neighbor's doorstep yeah yeah clean as you like oh. look at the other neighbor's doorstep clean as you like mm. i'm like what is happening here yeah i i leave yeah. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm nude i'm walking the streets trying to like figure out what's happened yeah now, yeah uh someone picks me up and i go elsewhere come back later in the afternoon the muck is still there yeah my neighbor comes out i go what do you think of all this he said, I think it's the birds in the guttering. Yeah. There's birds on the roof, like, throwing muck down. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, a likely story. <laughs> yeah,
1: a likely story. That would be my guess. But, but it's not on his
0: doorstep. Well, like the birds and that might not be above his house. So I get a broom and I clean it up. Yeah. And it had me thinking, Lucas. Yeah. It had me thinking of a story about my grandmother that I was told. Yeah. Her doorstep, right, this man would walk his dog. Yeah. And every day... He'd let his dog wee on her front gate. you joking. Yeah. He'd, and uh, it was annoying her that much. So yeah, So she'd yeah. have to go out, you know, and she'd, back in the olden days where people took pride of their doorstep. Yeah, yeah. She'd wash it away. One day, she sat there waiting for the man holding a bucket of water. Yeah. He comes up and he goes, you better not be thinking of throwing that on my dog. Yeah. She goes, it's not for the dog.
1: Yeah. It's for you. Yeah.
0: That's... Did she do it? No, he didn't. He dragged the dog away and he didn't we there. God. But, you well, can't blame the dog. It's but, always the owner, isn't it? You can blame. Should people have dogs? I, I put it to you. Yes. Should dogs exist? Yes. Dogs. Should we keep breeding dogs uh, so they're ill? Do you know what I mean? These pedigrees. What's going on with them? Are they ill? What are you talking about? Well, it's uncomfortable for some of them to breathe. Oh, uh, like the uh, yeah. little pug things. Yeah, and them dachums. What are they called? Dachounds. Uh, dash Dachounds. Well, dash however you pronounce it. Yeah, their sausage spine, Their spines hurt. Do they? Because yeah. people are breeding them like that. Well, you're, not to, you're not meant to be a sausage, are you? No, A no. dog's meant to be a dog, not a sausage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, are they going to slowly evolve into a sausage till people are just walking around with a Frankfurter on a leash? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if, I hope they do, because that's the only way I'm going to get a dog in my mouth. <laughs> My goodness Can't speak for you, can't speak for you oh, yeah. yeah, what do you think about that tale An old woman standing up for her doorstep I love it, it reminds me of that idea Of uh, a cup of cold piss What? That people used to have <laughs> uh, It
1: used to be a thing I think Where people used to have a cup of cold piss on the uh, By the door And then if ever they had um, Like an unwelcome visitor Like uh, somebody trying to sell them something They chuck a cup of cold piss on them <laughs> And get rid of them. they
0: never return. <laughs> Mr Kirkby. Yeah. Have you lost your mind? Because I'll, <laughs> I'll help, help you find be- <laughs> it. No one has ever been keeping a cup of cold piss. Right, (laughs) listeners, if you've ever had a cup of cold piss by
1: your door and you've used it to throw
0: an unwelcome... What are you talking
1: about? Right, you just keep it by the front door for unwelcome visitors. And then if an unwelcome visitor comes in and goes, hey, let me sell you these dustbusters... So I come round your house, right?
0: You get warm piss, you're welcome. Invited, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can I come in? Yeah. Yeah, I come in. Welcome, welcome to my home. Yeah go, what's his cup here on the windowsill? Cold piss. Right wide. Was the toilet busy? No, no, it's for unwelcome visitors. You just chuck a bit of cold piss on them. Okay. This is where I leave and never talk to you again, because it's obvious you've lost your mind and no one can help you find it. Look, it's not me with a cup of cold piss, this is people in the olden days, like the 50s or the 60s. That's the olden (laughs) days? Yeah. Sorry, back in the the glory days when people had the best manners in the world, they were throwing piss about. Baby boom, hippies, (laughs) cups of cold piss, it's the trinity of the 60s. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Now, Mr Kirkby, what have you been up to this week? I've been up to this week, well, last week, for us, was the 12th of uh, April,
1: when restrictions were eased. Not only can you now go to, um, what do you call it, shops that are, are are not essential, unessential shops but we can also travel to other countries of the British
0: Isles. So I went to visit my family in Wales. <laughs> so you got on a boat, went to the Isle of Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got them. there. Splash, splash, splash. A spl- toothless man <laughs>
1: rode us over. We went in the shack on the sea. It was lovely. <laughs> yeah. um, and it was lovely. We went to Angel Bay, which oh. is near the uh, Little Orme in Flanders. No. Oh, my And God. we climbed up the hill and we saw some sea. Seals! There's a spot where seals bathe, a sunbathe, and swim around the, the cove, and you can see the seals. How close can you get to them? Not very close. You're not allowed to go near where they are, but you are up on a cliff, and you can, you can see the seal with the naked eye. Could you throw a can of Coke at one? No, you couldn't throw it that far. Unopened? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I was thinking of an empty can, but, uh, but unopened? Yeah, I think so, actually. I think the weight of the liquid would launch it. Further. Mm. Yeah, so very nice. There were about three. There were two swimming about
0: in the ocean Mm -hmm. and there was one sunbathing on the rocks. Uh, Now, last week you told us a tale of how you narrowly avoided some bird mess.
1: Oh, yes, Patreon
0: listeners. Oh, was that on the Patreon? Yes,
1: will have listened to this story where in episode four I mentioned that I went to Chester and I, I was inches away from a big mucky bird bath.
0: Say no more. If you want to hear that story, listeners, go to our Patreon. It was a delightful story, and I can't get over it myself. With all due
1: respect, you're listening to this for free. You're not getting that premium story of me nearly getting shat on by a seagull. Head over to the Patreon, donate some money, and you'll be able to hear that lovely story. Mm. Now, Tom. What? Are you ready? Ready? Are you steady?
0: Are you going to hear me rundown? Absolutely. Please, give. let me hear an uninterrupted rundown. Hey, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Chapter 14, Cornelius
1: Fudge. They're talking about Hangrid. Could he have had the monster? Could he have done... <laughs> We're only five seconds into the rundown. Now I had to have a chat with Tom last week because it genuinely, when he's being daft and when he's being silly... I didn't say anything. No, when he's being daft, it does distract me and fluster me and my rundowns have been very bad this book. But he promised not to interrupt. I didn't. I've just been looking at a tortured soul he has squirmed he's had his hands over his his arms across to stop him from doing things but i
0: respect the effort right start again i'm listening
1: all right so (laughs) Hagrid. he's putting his t-shirt over his head hagrid could he have done it he wasn't meant to kill anyone harry thinks but he could have had the monster They're choosing their school subjects. What will we do next year? But suddenly, Harry is told by Neville Longbottom that his diary has been stolen. Tom Riddle's diary and they've ruined all of his property and his things. Next day, it's the Quidditch match. But just before they're about to go against Hufflepuff, McGonagall walks onto the field and says, The Quidditch match has been cancelled. Everybody back to your common rooms. There's been a double attack. A Ravenclaw girl and, dump and bum Hermione Granger. That's right. And uh, they have to have new school rules. There's a quarantine at six o'clock. No extracurricular activities. You have to go to the toilet with a member of staff. But they decide that they're going to have to speak to Hagrid, see what he thinks. They get the invisibility cloak on and Harry and Ron go to Hagrid's shack. Hagrid's looking a bit nervous and he's right to do so because he's visited by none other than the Minister of Magic himself, Cornelius Fudge, who says that Hagrid is going to be taken to Azkaban Prison because they think he's got something to do with the attacks. Next thing, Lucius Malfoy turns up and Dumbledore is being sacked. He's being suspended as headmaster of Hogwarts. Now Dumbledore gives a bit of a clue, Hagrid says follow the spiders and Harry and Ron are left in the shack with Fang under the invisibility cloak and that was Cornelius Fudge. Thank you so much, Tom.
0: Was it easy looking at the headless man? It was easier than normal, (laughs) and I know how hard that was for you. Did you prefer the me without a head? Is that how you would prefer me? Yeah. For that two minutes, yes. Completely headless Tommy Laurie.
1: (laughs) Completely headless? How can you be completely headless? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. very good, (laughs) very good. What a chapter, I'm going to say. What a chapter. You'd say so, would you? Would you? No. No, you wouldn't.
0: (laughs) It was an okay chapter. Okay. Okay. The last chapter left off. Yeah. With Tom Riddle saying that Hagrid opened the Chamber of Secrets. And so now the boys have taken that as gospel. Yes. Of course he has. Of course it's Hagrid. Yeah. It's certain then. Hagrid loves monsters. Yeah. Of course Hagrid would set a monster on uh, Muggle-born children to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they like
1: that. Yeah, they think... They think, oh, Hagrid definitely had a monster, but mm. didn't mean for it to kill anybody. That's mm-hmm. what they think. And they seem to have a, a, a big, strong faith in Hagrid's good nature,
0: mm-hmm.
1: even as a child. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, how, how well do they actually know Hagrid? I know they do see him every time for a cup of tea and stuff, mm-hmm. but how certain
0: could you be that
1: he is good and he wouldn't do these awful things?
0: Very true, you don't know. How how well can you know someone that they yeah. wounded? Because this guy, he has got a track record yeah. of uh, unleashing <laughs> animals in the school. Yeah, yes, yeah. So you think, yeah, maybe it was him, maybe it was him. <laughs> you know, I don't blame them for
1: thinking all these things, yeah. You know, we've had a three headed dog, we've had no but the Norwegian Ridgeback.
0: Why not a big tarantula? However, he does have Dumbledore's complete confidence, doesn't he? Yeah. Dumbledore's and... cuckoo bananas as well. Mm-hmm. Must have been him, yeah. Unlike trustworthy Tom Riddle, it, you know, thank you for giving us this information that it yeah. was uh, him, Tom Riddle. You know, like, you're like, the most uh, believable source I could ever, you know, imagine to me, you know. Who wouldn't trust a man who cut his soul into seven? <laughs> <laughs> Look, the diary told
1: me it was Hagrid, and I believe the diary. What are you talking about, Harry? You believed the diary. The diary told me and showed me... Have you been having mushrooms or something, Harry? What, what have you... You say you fell into a diary, you saw Hagrid as a teenager... <laughs> You say you saw an eight-legged monster. <laughs> this is a hallucination you've had. It was all in black and white. You're telling us <laughs> Last
0: night I fell into a book. It was black and white. <laughs> Aha, were there?
1: Aha. <laughs> Harry Hill was there doing a spoof for Comic Relief. Um, and look, Dumbledore. It was 50 years ago, but he looked exactly the same. <laughs> I don't maybe
0: Harry and Hermione's like Riddle might have the wrong person no Hermione it's Hagrid he's guilty he's guilty guilty guilty, guilty. I read it in a book I found in the toilet he's guilty
1: <laughs> and then they say why don't we have a chat with him mm-hmm. why don't we ask him and they go no
0: <laughs> we'll wait till there's another attack yeah mental yeah you know, act now no we'll have nothing on him Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe it'll be fine. There's already been five attacks up
1: until this point, I think. And it's like, why wait for another one? all right, one more murder and then we'll have a, we'll do an investigation. Yeah.
0: Because they know Hagrid, they think he's innocent, so ask him. Yeah. They They, won't ask him. They won't ask anyone's help for anything. No. Crazy, it's and then annoying. when the like the idea of asking Hagrid is yeah. brought up, it's like dismissed instantly. Where they go, oh yeah, let's just go up and ask him. Hello, Hagrid, have you been setting anything mad and hairy loose in the castle lately? Uh, why? What have you heard? <laughs> uh, don't tell Dumbledore, please.
1: <laughs> it was just me walking <laughs> around naked
0: <laughs> at midnight. Anything mad and hairy. <laughs> It's me. <laughs> it is Hagrid
1: Austin. I... <laughs> <laughs> that um, monster looks like Hagrid. Yeah. He is Hagrid Austin. <laughs> um, I want to ask why? Why has there been such a long break of attacks? Because according to this, we're in like the Easter holidays, aren't we? And. There's been no attack since Christmas.
0: Why? He wants to know why. Why, why, why? Gonna tell you why. Because the diary's now in Harry's possession. You need the diary to open the chamber, I think. Is that right? Yeah. Ooh, okay. The diaries to do with it all. And then uh. and then whoever it is gets the diary. Yeah. More attacks. Oh. oh. See, I've never
1: read... See, look, this is terrible. I don't really understand how <laughs> The plot of this book. I was thinking it was like the, the the Tom Riddle ghost doing all this, but is it is it Ginny? She's helping him. I think she's doing his bidding. Doing the bit where she says and opens. Ah yes, yeah. See it. Mm. And opening up the diary.
0: Yes, yeah, oh. la, la. <laughs> Open the door. Open Sesame. Ooh, it is it. I, Haxim, the humble thief. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the new version
1: of that uh, a couple of weeks ago. I hated it. I enjoyed it, actually. Did you? I like Will Smith as the genie. I didn't. No. But I did. I didn't like how muscular
0: he was. It well, was I did. Did overly? you, Oh, I hated it. And yeah. it wasn't funny, and I didn't like the dancing, and the colours... Just like the orange and the blue mm. oh, so yeah, never watching that film
1: again. The orange and the blue <laughs> in the color scheme was offensive to me. <laughs> the
0: brightness, the hue was horrendous and i don 't like an actual monkey. give me more of an animated monkey, yeah, because animals they can 't express anything with their face. I think that's why a lot of people had problems with the uh,
1: the new Lion King film. Because mm. all the animals didn't have, like, funny cartoon faces. They no. just looked normal. <laughs> and then they had all these emotions. But it's like, those animals aren't thinking those things. Yeah. They need to have a funny cartoon face. I know, that's what I think. Yeah. I don't think, like, a young lion cub in real life is like, oh, I wonder if I'll be as good as my dad. <sighs> But <laughs> will I
0: ever be that mighty a king? They don't, uh, yeah, I don't think it's about animals. They don't really think that they are royalty. No. <laughs> that's, the, that's
1: the thing. They just think, uh, where's my next meal coming from? They aren't
0: aware of the pecking order? <laughs> no, exactly.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that, see, I'd, yeah, that makes sense with the diary. I was assuming maybe the basilisk had uh, been mm. on a secondment to Durmstrand, mm. doing a few attacks there, you know, spreading its wings a bit.
0: In the castle. Yeah. It is time for their GCSE choices.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) But before we get to that, can I mention something? Go on. This ongoing, this running gag about the Mandrakes Mm. being almost human-like in their developments. Right. He says, hey, they're nearly ready. They threw a loud and raucous party in Greenhouse 3, they're like turning into students. Oh really? Throwing a house party. And Professor Sprout says. The moment they start trying to get into each other's pots, we'll know
0: they're fully mature. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not... First when I heard and read that, yeah. I was like, I think they're just messing around. But you've made me realise these mandrakes be horny. Yeah. Thorny, thorny, thorny. Thorny. We're thorny. Hey. <laughs> Honestly,
1: I, th- I think that's genuinely what they're alluding to. These mandrakes have gotten full Austin Powers.
0: They have. They've they? developed a mojo. Yeah, <laughs> and, and they're using it. Horny, bait, Do I make you, Randy? So, so that must make the um, the basilisk. Dr. Evil, <laughs> because it's uh, yeah, they're yeah. going to use it to um, the mandrakes to yeah. restore life back to the petrified students.
1: The basilisk is well, I think I like Tom Riddle's Dr. Evil. The basilisk is Frau Farbissina. Bring mm-hmm. in the globe, very good, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I thought it was a bit for a children's book to allude to uh, plants having sex. Mm. Thought I was
0: very, a bit rude. Um, but it's time for their students to choose what subjects they will be taking next year. Yes. So they have to do all of the subjects
1: they already do. Mm-hmm. So they already study astronomy, charms, defence against the dark arts, herbology, history of magic, potions and transfiguration. Mm-hmm. And they have flying lessons. Now, they choose, you have to choose a minimum of two subjects from the following. I want to know what you're choosing. You can either choose Arithmancy, which minimum is like two. magic numbers, care of magical creatures, mm-hmm. divination, muggle studies, and the study of ancient runes.
0: Right, I'm already a muggle. Yeah. So, I'm not, not bothered about I'm that. Fully to do with yeah. all muggle uh, yeah. subjects. Yeah. Magic numbers. You choose that. No? Maybe, yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe it could help... Uh, yeah. Get you... Start getting some lottery numbers written mm-hmm. down. hmm You know what I mean? Could help you towards uh, some lucky numbers. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, so, I've so got that one so far. Arithmancy. What is it? Yeah,
1: Arithmancy,
0: yeah. Arithmancy. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Care mm-hmm. um, kind of Magical Creatures, would you take that?
0: No. Wouldn't
1: you? Mm. I don't think I'd take that because it's just a bit different, just because you're outside... It feels to me like... Yeah, that would feel nice. you break the day up a bit, just going into it. One training. of them messing
0: around ones. Yeah, yeah exactly. people who do PE for a GCSE or A level or something. Yeah, yeah. It'd be our equivalent of, like, woodwork or something. Yeah. Practical subject.
1: Divination. I, divination? That's it's looking into telling. the crystal ball and tea leaves and stuff, yeah. Waste of time. Mm. A lot of wizards frown on that, thinking it's a waste of time as well. Muggle studies for me it'd be arithmetic because I like numbers anyway. Care of magical creatures that's my minimum too. But I think I'd also like to study ancient runes. Sounds sounds interesting to me. Yeah, you
0: know, like magic stones and they've got like symbols and stuff. Is Hagrid going to go on to teach care of magical creatures? Yes, or I is that different role he teaches?
1: He doesn't teach anything at the minute, but I believe next year he, he starts to teach care of magical creatures.
0: Who is teaching it before him, then? That they're already offering it? There's a man called Professor Sylvanus Kettleburn, oh. who we
1: actually read about in last week's um, Tales of Beadle the Bard that we were recording. He uh, He's only got one and a half limbs left, apparently, because he got into so many accidents to do with animals or misdemeanours at work.
0: Look at this brain on you. What? Amazing. <laughs> to know about Kettleburn. Yeah, Sylvanas
1: Kettleburn.
0: Bloody hell.
1: And if anyone ever wants to play the Harry Potter Hogwarts mystery game, it's set about... I think it's set before Harry Potter, and uh, you see that teacher in it, and you see Professor Quirrell as a Muggle Studies professor. Mm. It's quite, quite interesting.
0: Mm, very good. What mm. what um, what, uh, So that's what you'd pick. Yeah, Arimatum, Ancient Ancient Runes- Care of Magical Creatures and Ancient rooms. So what are you going for? Those three. Oh, right, you got all right. For some reason, I thought you could only take two. Yeah, take at least two. Minimum of two. Because Hermione decides to take all of them. Yeah, why not? Exactly. Like Harry
1: and Ron, it doesn't actually say what they picked. It just says Harry chooses the same as Ron.
0: Bad choice. Yeah, idiot. Terrible. Boys, you're both going to do badly now because... You're both not going to try. When you go in somewhere already having a mate, there's no risk. Yeah. You're not going to put yourself out there and really have... Yeah. Th- they're just going to do badly together. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, because his reasoning is, oh, uh, if he gets stuck, he'll have someone friendly to help
0: him. Any lesson where I've like, sat next to some, what, like a mate or someone yeah. I've fancied, I've done badly. Yeah. It's never going to be good. You need to be focusing on your studies. And I can tell from
1: the way these words are written, Uh, Harry fancies Ron. (laughs) He fancies him. He's always going round to his house. He's always fiddling about with his broken wand. We share a bedroom together. What GCC choices did you take? I chose uh, double science,
0: double double science, the double science, double double science.
1: Go on. French, Spanish, and history. Those are my four GCSE subjects. And then for A level. Amazing. I did maths.
0: Whoa, whoa, we're not doing A level right now. What, what? We're doing GCSE. Yeah. Let me tell you what I took. Go on. French and Spanish. Yeah. History. Yeah. I had to do double science anyway. Yeah. But I also had drama. Oh, yeah. That's probably about
1: it. That's funny that
0: we did the same subjects at school. Yeah, that's. Well, I never
1: did drama, people always expected me to do drama but because I did drama outside of school and I did like lambda exams which are like the performance version of music exams
0: oh. so instead of like,
1: so if you learn to play the <laughs> piano you do like three pieces and then some scales for an exam yeah, yeah. but in drama you'd learn, like for instance there was an exam called the speaking of verse and prose and in like the, the gold medal exam you'd do a poem, a bit from a book and then a sonnet, a Shakespearean sonnet. You'd perform them and you'd get graded on it. I think we spoke about this
0: last week. Yeah,
1: maybe we did. Very boring. Um, But yeah. But yeah, so I didn't want to do drama because I felt like I was doing the same thing twice. And I felt like it was a waste of time. And I didn't like, because I went to a Welsh school. I was a bit annoyed at the fact that they did Shakespeare in Welsh. And for me, it was like, why would you translate it? really just do it in the language it was written in Mm -hmm. it's like when you translate popular songs they don't quite sound right do they in a different language
0: who's ever doing that i don't think anyone's ever doing that well i'll tell you about it's like when you translate a popular song what when well no there's always like other other countries versions
1: of like for instance you know the song 99 red balloons Mm -hmm. well that was a german song originally it was
0: written in
1: German. No, 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 And um, obviously my girlfriend Martin is from Germany. Do you know um, the catch up song? Uh, um, I said okay, ha the head the the head and hey, said he you
0: know what well, I had a boogie had a boogie a beach. Do you know what they're singing about? What? Um gang that uh that song that's like this. I said a hip, hop, the hibby, the hibby, the hibby, hip, hip hop, I don't stop. I have the boogie the boogie the beat. You know that one? Yeah. They're singing about remembering that song, but not knowing the actual lyrics. Oh. So they're going, I said a hear, ha, the hear, the hear to the hear said, say, you know what? I hammered in the boogie and the boogie with That's
1: funny. Yeah, that's so, what that's about. But what they don't realise is that song doesn't make sense in English. <laughs> he's right.
0: Yeah. It it doesn't make, make any sense. right. He's
1: right. Well yeah, but she was saying it's hard for her to listen to the English version of 99 Red Balloons. Who was saying this? Martina.
0: Oh! Yeah, go on.
1: Because it just sounds weird in a different language. No, really? Yeah.
0: Then I put to you that we tie Martina into a chair and we play the English version of that song yeah. indefinitely until she comes round to it. Good. Well, I will do that this week. <laughs> and I will <laughs> update you next week on how that's gone. On whether we're still together or not. <laughs> We're both in the insane asylum.
1: Well, yeah. So that would be my... What would your choices be? So you're thinking, you're definitely doing Arithmancy. Mm-hmm. Would you take care of Magical Creatures as well?
0: i do Arithmancy and care of Magical Creatures. i just do two and, and try my best at, you know, making the most out of them. Because actually, you're already doing a lot. Like Actually, when you're eight, do you need to do that? I mean, do them all. Yeah. What's the difference? Just do badly at them all, get a taste of it all. But you think you're already doing a, you're doing a lot already, like astronomy, charms, defense of the dark, dark arts, herbology, history,
1: magic, potions, transfiguration. You're already doing seven subjects, core. Whereas in the UK... Core! Like... Core! <laughs> whereas in the UK, you only do uh, English, maths and science, and sometimes RS, depending on what school you're in. As a core subject, a so mm-hmm. four core subject. You have to do seven here, plus an extra two. Minimum of nine subjects. Hermione chooses them all. And <laughs> I don't know how she's going to get round to all those lessons and do all those. <laughs> she she needs some kind of time travel device or something to attend them all. She'll find a way. Will she? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to spoil anything. Did your... Yeah. Neville is getting letters from his family all... Mm-hmm. Telling him different ideas of what he should take. Mm. Did you ever get a bit of pressure on your family about? Oh, you need you should be taking this subject. You should be doing this at
0: university or anything like that. Mm, probably, uh, and it led me to doing. I don't know. I don't know. Don't yeah. remember. How about you? Um, not really, I think they were like, you know, you do you, you choose what you want to
1: do. Um, I th- I, th- I do think my mum was very proud that I went on to do maths at university. Mm. I think that made her a, a proud mummy that yeah. I did that. Um, but in general they were like, you know, as long as you're happy, you know, you choose what you want to do. Mm. I think they just, I think to them it was, it do not matter what you do as long as you're trying your best.
0: In that mm. subject, mm-hmm. or in that topic. Which is very nice. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Neville's getting them letters. Um, yeah, and then they pick their things. And Harry, he goes up to his room to find that his room and his area has been trashed, doesn't he? Oh! Paper's all on the floor. Horrible. Um, his bed's messed up. Yeah. His cloak has been ripped. Why?
1: Well, there's a lot of unnecessary vandalism here. Like ripping pages out of a book.
0: Yeah. Like, if you're looking for a book, it won't be in between pages of another book. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this diary?
1: Is it between page two and three <laughs> of Travels with Trolls? Yeah, there's just, it just seems to have been a weird, like, frenzied mm. search rather than just actually having a
0: look. You don't need to tear things. No. Like, and it seems the diary was with Harry's books. Yeah. First thing I'd do is find Harry's books... And uh, take the one that says Tom Riddle's diary on it. <laughs> take the one that's got the Or maybe U19 she found it first. It. Yeah. And I was like, oh, uh, I should probably trash this place as well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It is odd, but mm. I think... Because it reminded me of a, a very sad event that happened uh, in our first year at the Fringe.
0: Oh, yeah! You know,
1: on the last day of our first ever run at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, we were about... Five, ten minutes before doing the show, we opened the suitcase. We have a suitcase full of props to check that everything was in there. Uh Uh-huh. We opened the suitcase and everything is not where it should be. And missing. And missing. And someone had stolen my... uh, Camcorder. My camcorder, yeah, my video camera.
0: And then we had to do an hour show where I was... uh, We were just just sad. We were performing a comedy show, sad for an hour. Yeah. And we did it, like these sad faces on trying to be funny and at at the end we went sorry about this one guys it's just we feel a bit low because we were robbed before the show and i was like oh yeah we told everybody didn't (laughs) we we? some of them might have thought it was a really strange bucket speech
1: (laughs) (laughs) imagine oh i'm gonna come back and see that show again and then we say the same story someone stole our cameras they're lying I say that every time. But yeah, it was really horrible because I remember I had a couple of friends coming to watch it as well. Mm. And I remember them saying, afterwards you didn't seem right. And it was just like, yeah, we'd been robbed 10 minutes be- before uh, actually doing a show. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're a rival Harry Potter parody show mm. and you want to spoil our performance, <laughs> just just steal something from us before the show and it will put us off.
0: Or... Just give me a funny look. Yeah, <laughs> that can send me a skew for a week. That's true. Yeah, just one comment. You know, uh,
1: a, a, a review that has one piece of criticism.
0: Sit in the audience and maybe whoop at a wrong point. Laugh at a wrong point, and hell, I'm gone, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> laugh too loud. Crunchy crisps. Hey. The hour's gone. The show's Look, dead.
0: Looks sad.
1: <laughs> if you're not coming in
0: smiling for the whole hour consecutively, laughing heartily at every joke, we don't want you there. I reserve the right to point at audience members and say, "What's your problem?" Yeah. I reserve that right. And he does so <laughs> regularly. <laughs> what an invasion of privacy horrible he's had his room torn to shreds yeah right if that was me it would have had me in a very bad mood it's very uncomfortable feeling um, someone going someone going through sorry someone going through your stuff I think my parents rooted around in my bedroom when I was at school when I was a kid do you yeah I'm wondering about that.
1: I think, they, I think they probably used to go in. I know my mum used to go in just with like laundry and stuff. Mm. and She'd probably spot things. But I was usually... My bedroom was very tidy. I was quite a tidy boy. Nothing to hide. Mm. No. But I didn't really, didn't really mind that. But they, they go... Um, they go oh. And it could only have been a Gryffindor. Because only yeah. a Gryffindor would know the password. <laughs> Guys. A couple of months ago, you were in the
0: Slytherin common room. (laughs) Why can't other people do that? Exactly. They're mad, aren't they? Who's to think Crab and Goyle haven't been brewing (laughs) a little polyjuice potion for the past three months, you know, to go into the Gryffindor common room and get revenge after being knocked out, identity stolen, and their shoes removed. (laughs) Yeah, Harry and Ron, oh, it could
1: only have been a Gryffindor that done this. Wait a minute, Harry and Ron. Don't you remember at the Easter parade? You ate two pork pies and then woke up in the baths.
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> What's that all about? With a clumpy head shaven. <laughs> <laughs> when they walk, when they came in, when everyone's discovering that the room is all messed up, Yeah. he says, uh, Dean walks in and Dean swore loudly. <laughs> what did he say? He swore loudly. <laughs> Dean, Dean walks in, sees a bed that's not his, trashed. Fuck! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of swearing in this chapter. I think Ron swears later on. Ah, <laughs> oh, tits! When he's when he stubs his toe. Mm. Yeah, a lot of swearing. And yeah, again, we've been critical of J.K. Rowling's lack of uh, you know specificity in these chapters. Yeah. And, uh, what I,
0: swear is it, J.K.? What is it was it six or seven? Or was it? Is it ass? Is it bubble? She was vague at the burrow.
1: What did she what was yeah, she vague? Six or ab- seven sausages. Four or five <laughs> bloody gnomes were thrown over the edge. Keep track, keep track. Oh Ron said tits could have been ass, mm. I don't know.
0: Hermione urged Harry to report the robbery. Yeah. He did not want to, because that would involve him having to tell someone the truth for once.
1: Yeah, would it? Oh why would you have to tell what, the truth? Oh I found
0: an old diary. What was stolen uh diary? Whose was it? Don't want to say. Never want to say, do you?
1: Never want to say. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy, dirty boy. In your bed, on your rug. <laughs> <laughs> Outside. he's. It's odd, isn't it? And, and I know it's a plot device so that we reach the climax and we don't get adults involved and it's fun and it's kids solving the mystery. Mm. But Harry... Harry... Tell
0: somebody what's going on. Even if they don't listen to you, I'd have preferred that. So, um, uh, er, of the Quidditch match, right? Oh, yeah. morning of the Quidditch, great day. It's a fantastic day. Yeah. The sun is shining, there's a breeze. Perfect day for Quidditch. On the way, Harry hears the basilisk again. Kill, kill. Kill this
1: time. Let me rip,
0: tear. And instead of following that, yeah. Goes, nothing I can do. Just gonna have to let someone be petrified. I've got a Quidditch game to play. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he's heard that voice in the past, somebody's been attacked. Yeah.
1: And he doesn't mention a sausage to anybody. I don't understand why this one, he just ignores it completely. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know, his head's in a shed
0: at the minute. Why is Quidditch so important? Mm. It's just like school. It's thing. all he's got, it's the best thing he's good at. Yeah. And then also you got Wood pressuring everyone. You better get that snitch or die trying. We're going to practice every day. Every day. Are you mental? Yeah. I'm meant to be doing homework. Yeah. This is exhausting. Yeah. If you're not there on time, someone better have been killed in, d- in an attack. And Wood, you're booking the Quidditch pitch every day of the week. That is yeah. not fair on the yeah. other uh, teams. Yeah, the other teams who are flying over the lake. (laughs)
1: There's no other room anywhere else. Oh, we've lost four bludgers in the lake this week.
0: So the go-ups kind of start playing Quidditch and McGonagall, half marching, half running. (laughs) I want to see that. I
1: wanna see Maggie Smith doing that. Oh, 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 she's booking! She's booking! <laughs> left right, left, right,
0: left, right, she's running, is she marching? What's she doing? Oh, put her in the recovery position. <laughs> um The uh Quidditch is cancelled. Yeah. This game is cancelled. Right? Hogwarts is in frenzy. Now normally the previous year, um the events like the mystery mm. was completely contained to these three students' work, wasn't it? Yeah, nobody knew, did they? They were the only... Well, to everyone else, they were in a blissful little year. Yeah. Only these three had the mystery to solve. Now, every student, more or less, is uh, vulnerable to being attacked. Yes. Very scary. Hogwarts is essentially now in lockdown.
1: Essentially, they are.
0: And it's that... I think that's this escalation that we'll find
1: in the books where the first story was, yeah, just Harry, Ron and Hermione, something's been stolen, someone's trying to get a stone, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Now the whole school's in danger, you know, everyone's in danger. And eventually we'll see that kind of expansion into the whole wizarding world being at peril mm. in, the, in the final few books. It's just the idea that, you know, if you're going to make seven books, there's got to be an increase of stakes as mm-hmm. you go on. Because you don't want to be reading this going... Oh, this isn't as much of a problem as last year, mm. you know. If if last year was all the whole school are being killed by a, a monster, and this year is someone trying to steal something, mm. uh, you know, you'd be like, well, it's a bit of an anticlimax to last year's problem. It's got to be building up. Mm. But I want to. McGonagall comes out, tells everyone it's cancelled. It's always McGonagall. That's the bearer of bad news. Dumbledore is in the staff room, going, "Oh well, uh, we've got to tell the children that uh, uh, the no Quidditch and uh, they'll have to be quarantined." You tell them, McGonagall. I want them to like me. He don't want to be the bad egg telling the bad news. He has to divvy that the bad jobs out to the lower staff. Uh, uh,
0: you know, I I worry if I tell them they won't laugh at my stand-up routine at assembly. <laughs> Look, I've really built up a rapport this year with my speeches. I don't
1: want to lose them. It's
0: too superstitious. Yeah, 100%. Well, it's completely random, Dumbledore, as to yeah. whether people are going to laugh at you saying giggle, guap, and skump. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, so
1: McGonagall takes Harry and Ron. Mm. She says, uh, You better come with me, boys. You better
0: come with you too, Weasley. You You
1: better come and see this.
0: They start running. <laughs> I love
1: that she takes them. Yeah. And not not. Uh, I was uh, ignore me. I was thinking Hermione was Ron. Oh, do you? And I was thinking, oh, why didn't she call the other Weasleys? Oh yeah, yeah. Why yeah. would she? <laughs> uh, but uh, she goes, come with me, boys. Come and see. Uh, and um, she shows Hermione in the bed. Have <laughs> you written this down? Ron groans.
0: Oh, how inconvenient. Can't believe this has happened. Groaned. Groaned for me.
1: Oh, 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 slumped in his chair. What's up with you? Friend's nearly dead. (laughs) Can't believe that. The day I've had. Oh, the day I've had, Harry. Oh, Quidditch match cancelled. Oh, friend in hospital bed, in a coma. would only happen to me, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would only happen to me. Do you know what? I was having a nice day as well. (laughs) My one nice day of the week, I thought, this is a nice day, ruined by this. Oh, groan. Oh, am I? Why did you go do that to me? Now
0: who am I going to say mean things to? Now whose ideas am I going to ignore? Who am I going to ridicule about trying to solve this mystery? Who am I going to put down relentlessly? Oh, it'll have to be you, Harry. <laughs> Specky sweats. Ain't started already. Hermione has been petrified, right? <laughs> Boys, there's no ignoring the danger at hand now. Yeah. You know? No, maybe if there's another one. Now you got to go and speak to Hagrid. Yeah. We're in lockdown.
1: Yeah. And that suits your theory. Now that the diary is back in the possession of somebody else, there's been an attack. Mm. You're, you complimented me on my wits before, mm. my cleverness, but you are shining through. Oh! I'm theoretically clever, but you've got the common sense. <laughs> you've got the intuition, the instinct of where the plot mm. is heading to. And it's quite
0: arousing, may I say? <laughs> McGonagall is in the Gryffindor common room. Yeah, Make, yes, making a speech. She said, "The school may be closed unless someone can come forward with any information about whoever's doing this." Harry looks around, saying nothing, smiling, knowing most, <laughs> knowing most of all uh, than anyone. You know, hmm, I guess. Uh, I guess they're going to close the school. <laughs> How funny! It It's like, it's just gone ridiculous now,
1: hasn't it? Fair enough, the first few times you're hearing a funny voice, you think, oh, that's going to be a bit weird, better not tell anybody about that. Harry, we're past that now. You are basically putting the whole school at risk of being shut down, people at risk of being murdered, because you don't want to be embarrassed. <laughs> you know, why did you never come forward? Oh, it's a bit weird, isn't it,
0: hearing voices? Mm, it's just a bit, you know... It's a bit weird hearing a voice and then moments after someone dying...
1: A bit weird for you, is it?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit uncomfortable for you, is it, Harry Potter? Yeah, 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 yeah. When people are being <laughs> petrified and
1: dying in the hospital? Oh! Does anyone know anything about Tom Riddle's diary? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's a bit weird reading a diary, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not, Harry. Just
0: tell us. <laughs> yeah, just bit, tell us been going on. It's a bit weird reading a diary. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, just, I didn't think anyone. I didn't want anyone to think I was soft for writing in a diary. Yeah. it's not. <laughs> it's not a normal diary. Look, people are thinking that I've had a hallucinogenic experience. I don't want to share that with teachers. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to be telling adults that that's happened. Having that, you know, people knowing that about me, and it'll forever follow me around. <laughs> Harry, look at the big picture. <laughs> um, My favourite
1: rule that uh, is is now in place is you cannot go to the bathroom without a teacher accompanying you. And I'm just imagining. Snape, looking the other way when you're in the urinals. That's <laughs> Standing interesting. there
0: awkwardly. To have to tell a teacher when you want to, uh, you know, do a bodily function. Yeah. Yeah. In year five, some kids had been messing around with the toilet roll, right, yeah. in the toilet. Yeah. Throwing it about, yeah? Yeah. Uh, wetting it, throwing it at the ceiling. You yeah. Know? Flushing it all down the toilet. Yeah. So they did, like, a toilet roll uh, ban. Oh! They took, all, they took all the toilet roll yeah. and they handed it like, to the teachers. And if you were a student, a boy, I think, you would have to ask for some toilet roll if you wanted to go to the toilet. Oh, my God. In front of the whole class. How insane is that?
1: That is ridiculous. How
0: embarrassing.
1: And if you're having, without getting too crude, a number two, mm-hmm. you don't know how much toilet roll you're going to need. Were they giving you, like, a certain amount of squares? Were they giving you the toilet
0: roll? What was no, the deal? Uh, they'd tear off some squares. <gasps> And if my memory's correct, four. Four for a potential poo.
1: Well, it's a child. That's true. And childs don't poo as much as adults. Depends on the child. Depends on the child. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's very odd, the idea. Because as far as I know, the common rooms don't have toilets. They should. Do you think they do? No, they don't. No, they don't. So someone is waking up at two in the morning, needing a wee... Getting on the blower. Uh, any teachers available? Uh, I need to go to the toilet. Is a teacher coming in the middle of the night to take a 17-year-old boy to the toilet and back?
0: Do you know what I'd be doing? What? I'd be going, I demand a chamber pot. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Harry Potter and the Chamber Potter feces. <laughs> Harry Chamber Potter. Um. Yeah. So... Well, they need to talk to Hagrid, yeah? Oh, yeah. Harry says to Ron, time to get my dad's old cloak out again. What? Oh, yeah. What? Time to get my dad's old cloak out again. What are you saying? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, it says Harry had inherited just one thing from his father, Mm. the invisibility cloak. Mm. What about millions of pounds? (laughs) What about that straight black hair? What about that shit eyesight that you inherited from your dad? What
0: about that sense of arrogance and hubris? You've you've inherited a lot from your dad, Harry. The only thing I've inherited from me dad is this cloak that makes me invisible. We'll take the lot. Bloody hell.
1: Got that from your parents. Did you know I earned this? (laughs) I earned all this. This is is not from me dad. (laughs) I remember somebody... uh, I had a friend who won the lottery. Whoa! But he was in a syndicate. Mm. Uh, they worked at the zoo, and they were in a syndicate. Wah, and, wah. Um, <laughs> exactly. The monkeys got sixty-four grand. <laughs> the elephants got sixty-four grand. They won. They won sixty-four grand each. Everyone in the syndicate. Oh my Sixty-four thousand pounds. Sixty-four
0: thousand pounds
1: each, and. Um, he went, and then about a few months later, I think he went on like a round the world trip. But I remember having a conversation with him, going, uh, "Oh, was that was that with your lottery money?" And he got annoyed, going, "I saved up. Mm. It wasn't to do with that." <laughs> That's funny. Just, and then he was just like, oh, you, "You can spend your lottery money. It doesn't matter. You've won the lottery. Why wouldn't you spend it?" It seemed to be. But well, then I suppose if you had saved up over all these years, and then someone was like, oh, "But it was with the lottery money, was it?" That you've gone on your round the world
0: cruise. I think it's a normal question to ask. Yeah, I think so as well. Mm -hmm. Very odd. They get into the cloak. Oh, yeah. This is
1: my favourite bit of the chapter. Go. Ron stubs his toe when they're near Snape. There's teachers, ghosts, prefects patrolling the corridor. They're nearby Snape. Ron stubs his toe and swears. But luckily he swore just as
0: Snape. Sneezed. And you know how Snape sneezes. <gasps> <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 why wasn't that in the film?
0: <laughs> I want to see that scene where Ron is just going, bollocks, just as Snape does a sneeze. Instead yeah, of these extra scenes where Harry's dangling out the car. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, why have they got that? <laughs> Instead of Ron swearing while Snape does a sneeze I'm going to ring up Christopher Columbus mm. uh, the one who directed the film is not the one that discovered America mm-hmm. and I'm going to say look why has that taken precedent over the sneeze swearing scene mm. that's what I want to know
0: they get to Hagrid's shack yeah oh yeah goes in yeah before they can even sit down there's another knock at the door yeah yeah and it's Cornelius Fudge oh yeah what is Cornelius Fudge going to think if he finds out that Hagrid has got invisible children in his shack at night? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry,
1: Hagrid. I'm going to have to take you to Azkaban prison. <laughs> what? No, no, don't do that. I didn't let the monster loose. It wasn't because of me. No, Hagrid, it's not because of that. It's the fact that you are keeping two 12-year-old children <laughs> in your shack at midnight under an invisibility cloak. All right, fair enough.
0: Don't tell Dumbledore. I'm, right I'm here. here, Hagrid. <laughs> I'm here.
1: I know, I know what you've been doing. I know you use your brolly as a wand. I know that you
0: have these children here. Oh, oh, oh. I've it- let you down. Bad things always happen to Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so they're under the uh, they're under the cloak. Oh yeah, they're invisible. Fudge walks in.
1: Oh. Pinstripe suit, scarlet tie. He's looking good. Long black cloak and pointed purple
0: boots. Turns out Cornelius Fudge is a nineteen seventies pimp. If I if I came across Cornelius Fudge in the street, I'd go, "Hey, where are you going? Because you're dressed like a dickhead." <laughs> <laughs> He's got a cane.
1: He's got a necklace with the male and female symbols on it. He's got furry dice in his pink
0: hair. <laughs> and then uh, so Ron spots him yeah yeah and he says that's dad's boss and it's written like this that's dad's that's dad's boss Ron breathed <laughs> I think it's funny to use breathed as a verb yeah. to talk <laughs> you know what I mean that's- i tell you who I was breathing with the other day <laughs> Oh I was having a lovely breathe With my neighbour last week About the weather Me and Lucas did a one hour, half hour breathe On Sunday afternoon <laughs> Hey guys If you're enjoying us breathing about on the podcast <laughs> Please
1: give us five star review Yeah Yeah he's He, he gives this impression that um, He's quite weak As a minister of magic I think fudge He's making excuses for himself. He seems to be put under pressure to make this rash decision. I don't think Hagrid should be going to Azkaban at all mm. when there's, there's no evidence for him doing anything this time round.
0: What do you think? Well, he'd been pinpointed as the one who opened the Chamber of Secrets last time, hadn't he? Yeah. Um, so that's why Yeah. The, they think, oh, to any parents, they'd go, yeah. well, if the bloke who'd opened it last time is still on school grounds, yeah. surely it's him again. But surely that's just going to be suspended from
1: Hogwarts.
0: But I d- what is this Monopoly-style uh, rules of the Wizarding World? Go straight to jail? Like, he's yeah. got to go to prison now. Yeah. How about you take him just away from Hogwarts?
1: Suspend him from Hogwarts and do an actual investigation. There's been no investigation so far. Yeah. They're saying, right, we're going to put you in jail, and then we're going to find out if you did mm. it. You know... It's just odd. I sentence you to 12 years in prison unless in the meantime the investigation sees you as innocent. And will there be an investigation? No. (laughs) All right. Handcuff me gently. (laughs) But um, yeah, very odd. And Ron just shouting out he just can't keep his trap shut. And then Harry as well. Uh, Lucius Malfoy comes in later and Harry does an audible gasp.
0: (laughs) Ah! What are you gasping at? Yeah. You recognise someone. Yeah. It's like in school, you know, in in school, someone knocks on the door and comes in and all the kids' heads turn towards the door. Yeah, yeah. you do (laughs) just make an audible gasp. Yeah, so they're going to take Hagrid away, unfortunately, and uh, another knock at the door. Yeah. Three knocks at the door... And it's been like five minutes time. Knock three times on the hood if you love
1: me. Twice on the pipe. Do you know that song? No. Do you know
0: what it reminds me of, though? What? Tie a yellow ribbon round the old oak tree. tree. It's been three. And that's about, if you still love me, tie a ribbon round a tree. That I do it every time I come. You'll notice there are 31 ribbons around your front garden. And what does it mean when someone leaves scat on your doorstep? What's that? <laughs> 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 Lucius comes in and yeah. he starts causing trouble, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. He goes, uh, oh, I thought I'd find you here. Um in Hagrid's home at night, uh, I've got a list here of 12 signatures saying that you have been suspended as head teacher of Hogwarts, yeah? This decision, I agree with. Mm. Donald
1: done nothing. All year. He's done nothing all year to, mount, to sort out these attacks. There doesn't seem to be any investigation. He's just sat idly by while and these things have happened. And waited for mandrakes to grow. There are going to be mandrakes somewhere that are grown. <laughs> Why are we like... We're, Well, we better get these uh, planted and growing from scratch. I know. Look, go to the local (laughs) nurseries and buy a fully grown mandrake. Why are we waiting for Professor (laughs) Sprout? Because they take about nine months to grow these mandrakes. Why aren't we popping to the herbology section of Sainsbury's and buying these fully grown mandrakes? I
0: know. How are the mandrakes getting on? They're horny. Great
1: news! <laughs> <laughs> the mandrake—they just need like the liquid or whatever it is you get from them, the I've, roots
0: of the mandrake or whatever. I would love to see like Dumbledore's like you know performance review. Yeah, and what have you been doing about the uh, you know the attacks that have been going on? Um. Uh, well, I had McGonagall announce the bad news. Yeah. Right. What did you do? Um. Uh, midnight visit to Hagrid <laughs> <laughs> what does he do full
1: stop because he doesn't teach any subjects. A lot of head teachers teach a couple of sub, you know
0: a couple of classes yeah does a bit of research and his yeah research. research helps the ministry so he organizes the teachers you know yeah does the timetable for the year uh, gets bad people you know get unreliable members of staff teaching defense against the dark arts yeah fair yeah. enough yeah that's another thing. And so, yeah, then Lucius is in there causing trouble, right? He's causing trouble. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's making Hagrid kick off. Oh, Hagrid's rising to it, isn't he? He knows what buttons to press. Oh, he's like, what are you doing in my house? House? You call this a house? Oh, dear. Right, Brilliant. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Oh Hagrid, I believe your brother's a bit of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what are you were saying about your rap? <laughs> He's so easy to push, but then you've got to know he knows what Lucius Malfoy's like. You've just got to keep you cool. Mm. But then I suppose if he had just been told you go into prison, no, not going in
0: prison. Hagrid croaked. Yeah, it's funny. Like so, uh, Dumbledore. Yeah. He then accepts his punishment. Yeah. Know? and he goes uh, he says he looks to the corner of the room and says help will always be given at hogwarts to those who ask for it waving and winking at the corner of yeah. the room. <laughs> like well we've definitely made the right decision he's lost his mind he's lost his mind <laughs> well to be fair to dumbledore his his message
1: to harry and ron is quite cryptic you know mm. i will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me you will also find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who need it. Quite cryptic. Mm. Whereas Hagrid is just like Follow the spiders and feed fang! Alright, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's like Hagrid. You've got no crypt, like his cross cryptic crossword. <laughs> and, and it'd was... be good be good if that wash not got done. <laughs> Hagrid setting the cryptic Sunday Times crossword. Um, um, What starts with a D and is a dog? Three letters. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
0: Starts with a D and is a dog.
1: It's widening in the sky and um, rain comes out of it, starts with a C, ends in (laughs)
0: louds. Hagrid, you've got to be a bit more subtle with your hints. Hagrid's kicking off saying, You can't get rid of Dumbledore. The killings will get worse if he leaves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that Lucius took the time to mock uh Hagrid. Oh, he says killings. Like, like in all of this. Yeah. Like he goes he says, Hopefully you're to Dumbledore, yeah. your successor will prevent <laughs> any killings. <laughs>
1: That's so funny. I I'm imagining him going fully blown with the uh with the accent mm. he's going oh yes i remains raise to be seen if uh, there'll be any more killings
0: <laughs> but well done to Lucius amongst yeah. all of this because yeah. he's arrived at Hogwarts and he's gone into a very aggressive antagonistic um, situation, situation Yeah, and he's staying so cool managing to stir it mock everyone yeah. and he's completely like you know delivered what he set out to do you know you've been suspended yeah, and Dumbledore, Dumbledore's process. accepted it, and not only that, he's treated everyone with respect. So Dumbledore said his magical nonsense to the corner of the room. Yeah, and then Lucius is like, "I think we'll miss your weird way of doing things, you crackpot old fool." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then at the end also bowing. Yeah, at, at the end, what a gentleman! What a
1: gentleman! He has been a cucumber personified. Mm. Cool, calm,
0: collected, and, uh, you know, fair play to him. If I was going to have my job taken off me, I'd want Lucius to be the man to do it. Yeah, 100%. If I'm going to be sacked, I
1: want that lovely blonde locks coming into the room to tell me. But that's just me. Oh, sorry. Oh, right, you too. Yeah. All right,
0: that's just just us. That's just us, by the way, (laughs) if you don't mind me saying. Yeah. Right. How many... (laughs) (laughs) How <laughs> many, 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 how many of Professor Snape's sneezes out of five are you giving this chapter? Personally, I love this chapter. Mm. Um, I
1: enjoyed it. We actually, I think the, the, I don't know what you call it, a double punch. I don't know what you call it, an upper a, a right and a left, I don't know, of Hagrid going to Azkaban and Dumbledore being sacked mm-hmm. in the last page of the book mm-hmm. was, uh, of the chapter was very good cliffhanger for me. A hint of things, things are getting serious, Hermione has been petrified. It's just getting serious now. And I love that it's, it almost feels like we're at dire straits and we've still got four chapters to go. There's a lot going on. I'm enjoying it. The diary's missing. Hermione's petrified. Hagrid's in prison. Dumbledore's sacked. I'm going to give it five snake sneezes
0: out of five. Wow. Yeah,
1: I'm going to.
0: Wow, 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 wee. As uh, Owen Wilson would say. Wow. <laughs> For me, this chapter, a lot of silly things were happening, but. Unfortunately, the humour wasn't there for me. No. The ignorance was there. Yep, Evan was being very ignorant, running down, doing silly things. Um, Do you need humour in every chapter? Is that what you look for? I like a laugh. Yeah. And unfortunately, it only came at the end with uh, Lucius Malfoy.
1: Saying killings.
0: No, just being a snide, rich, slick-haired old fool. I'd like that on my gravestone, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I hate it, yeah. (laughs) Um, And for that reason, I'm going to give this chapter two of Professor Snape Sneezes out of five. Very, very harsh. Now, are you ready for an exciting segment uh, new to this episode called Quiz? Quiz, 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 we're going to ask you some questions. How well will you do? Quiz, 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 we're going to ask you about Harry
1: Potter, Lucas. How well will you do? I'll
0: blow you a kiss. Okay. This, I think you won last week, didn't you? Yes, I think I did. right. So this week's quiz is for um, hmm, for (laughs) a knowing nod. A knowing nod. Okay, I'm looking forward to a knowing nod. All right. Question one. How many months has it been since Justin and Nearly Headless Nick had been petrified? Five. No. Oh, four. It's nearly four months. Question two. Um, what book uh, did loose pages um like sit about on the floor after Harry's uh, bedroom was trashed? Travels with Trolls. Correct. Question three: What book was Hermione reading in the common room the night uh, the diary was stolen? Um, Ancient Runes Made Easy. Correct. Uh, question four: How did McGonagall climb out of the Gryffindor common room? Oh, awkwardly. Correct. Question five. What is the name of the Ravenclaw prefect who was attacked?
1: Penelope Clearwater.
0: Correct, sir. But oh, unfortunately, you do not win. Oh. That is the harsh rule of quiz. Oh. Quiz, quiz, juicy, quiz, 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 quiz. Going to ask you some questions. <laughing> How well will <display�� breeze> you do? Quiz, quizz, quiz, quizz, quiz, 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 quiz. Can I ask you about Harry How well <moment> will you do?
1: A blue kiss. Now it's time for everybody, including Tom's favourite segment, it's Hedwig's Droppings. We're not alluding to owl poo. We're not alluding to ploppings. We mean the messages you
0: send in when we allude to Hedwig's Droppings. Hold on a minute. What? You've just said everyone's favourite segment, including mine, Hedwig's yeah. Droppings. Yeah, 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 it is, isn't it? Everyone knows the most favourite segment <laughs> is quiz that we've just done. <sighs> Yeah, when has this been upped? You You've been it? slowly creeping this in. I have. You started I? off second favourite segment. Yeah. Very popular segment. Yeah. Now everyone's most favourite segment. Look, the cheek of you, man. This is just because coming... I'm putting no effort into <laughs> the quiz. Does not mean people aren't thrilled with it? This isn't coming from me.
1: Oh yeah. This is through the grapevine. Martina again, eh? Maybe. <laughs> Whispers. <laughs> Little. Guess what? What? The quiz used to be my favourite segment.
0: Now it's Hedwig's drop ins. P.S. I'm Lucas's mum and girlfriend.
1: Oh, it's <laughs> all right through it.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. We're implying that it's uh, my mum and girlfriend, but it's just my own opinions being fed through to Tom. But we'll do a poll. I think mm. we should do a poll this week. Find out, excuse me, what people prefer. Mm. What is everyone's favourite segment? In third place, we know it's going to be the rundown. <laughs> but yeah, You never know. You never
0: know. Ooh, can we include to that uh, thing? So the poll will be... Yeah. Um, Hedwig's droppings is yeah. an option. Uh, quiz. Yeah. The rundown. Yeah. And four, the interruptions of the rundown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm <laughs> scared of what the public will decide.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: look. Now, what's in her beak this week? Tweet, tweet. Yeah, I like that. Now, Amy Montgomery on Instagram has said, well, we got to 10,000 downloads this week altogether. Oh, yeah. We're very, very happy with that. We're proud, aren't we?
0: 10,000 years ago. What's that from? I've no idea. I think you've made it up, naughty boy. Now- <laughs> Listeners, if you know what that bit of that song is from, tell us, what song is that from? 10,000 years ago. And nobody's got back to me
1: about that New York song. Has that come out yet? Uh, uh, no. So that's why. You'll hear, you'll hear a question soon, and I don't want you to answer it. Now, Amy Montgomery says, Congratulations on your 10,000 downloads. I've been listening to the podcast since it started in October and loved every episode. Well, oh, thank you, Amy. Now, she also says, This isn't a Harry Potter related question. But how is it that you two became friends? Oh, it's lovely, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's the most
0: intimate question we've ever been asked. Yeah. <laughs> and there are more that could be asked. I remember the first time I laid eyes on Lucas. We both went to an open mic comedy night mm-hmm. in Manchester ages ago. Mm-hmm. I'd never done, I think I was there, maybe just, what, maybe I was getting up, I think I was getting up to... Is this was comedy night? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was sat there in the pews... Alongside me, friend of the show, Louis Shaw. Louis Shaw, yeah, he was with us there. In walks, he said, Welcome to the stage, Ernest Gulbis, which was Lucas's alter ego at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucas walks, starts walking the stage, and this guy's mannerisms and confidence. Mm -hmm. Lucas was about 14 years old. (laughs) About 19, probably. You were 19 or something. You're 19, and I was watching you, the confidence of this man walking to the stage, and then when you were um, performing, I said to myself, this guy must be a professional comedian, right. full-time professional comedian. Ooh. How many gigs had you done? I don't know, about Two?
1: Two, three, <laughs> something
0: like that, yeah, 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 something like that. And then uh, yeah, we started uh, hanging out, I think you, you said hello to me at one point. Yeah. And then we started going to the same nights, hanging out, having a laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you, Have you got any recollections of the time? A little bit. I remember because you did the comedy sports workshops as well, didn't you? I did one of those, yeah. The improv course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
1: remember we didn't quite know each other then. We did. A little bit.
0: A little bit. Yeah. We've been to like parties and stuff together. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Because um, I remember you did a sneaky trick on half uh, the class once. Oh, I did, yeah. yeah. he did a sneaky trick and I was in on it. Yeah, I tried yeah.
1: to uh, convince people that I was magic mm. by predicting a card that people would remember. But actually, I'd talked to about five or six of them and said, look, when we do this, say it's the five of diamonds. Mm-hmm. And then everybody did. And then somebody tried to guess.
0: Was Bo- it? Bowl and barrel. It was Josh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. he lives
1: in America now. Does he?
0: Or, he? or he did for a while, at least. And he, he goes, um, he went, how did you do it? And then you went... Anyway, I think he just said something. It's like subliminal messaging. I think think you just went,
1: "Um, "Shut up." Anyway, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, and then uh, you know, what were your first impressions of me? Oh, gorgeous! Yeah,
0: you had short hair
1: at the time, but I thought if he lets that grow, it's gonna look lovely. I'll anchor myself to that man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, Friend of the show, Louis Shaw, I liked as well. It was just a good vibe between you. No,
0: what she was asking me? What did she ask? What, how did we become friends? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then we just got to know each other. Coming to your birthdays and stuff. Similar sense of humour. I remember, yeah, even before we decided on doing a show, I remember saying to you, to a gathering once, me and you were going to go far. Yeah. And we have, look, us in my bedroom.
1: We're in your bedroom,
0: <laughs> we've got a phone on two pillars,
1: and we're talking about each other. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> but uh, we, I think we bonded a lot at the Worst Comedy Night. There was a sh- there was a gig and it was called the Worst Comedy Night. But it's still around. It's still around. And uh, once a fortnight at the King's Arms it was. Yeah. And the same people would go. There would never be any audience. Yeah. You'd
0: go and you'd write jokes the, the day of or maybe the On week. On the bus. The week of. <laughs> or maybe when you sat there. Yeah. And you'd go up. No one would laugh. When you'd sit down. It was
1: good though. No. Yeah. Classic members of the worst comedy night in Salford. I remember Mr. Swan, Mm -hmm. a man who would wear a balaclava and a suit, not say anything, Mm -hmm. he would leave polos upright on the desk, and then he would get forward and he would tell one joke every time, and it'd be the same joke. Mm -hmm. Killed. Killed it every time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Should we tell the joke, Phil? No. No, it's plagiarism, isn't it? There was a guy called Steve... What was Steve's surname? Price. Stevie P. Who used to host it, but then it was hosted by organiser Dave. Dave Turquoise. And then bad boy of the show, Tony B. Hey, Tony Baxter. (laughs) But when we started, it was a double act, wasn't it? Baxter and Glennon. Mm, Dermot.
0: Dermot, who uh, (laughs) wrote erotic fiction. The more professional of the two. Yes. More mysterious. Exactly. Didn't wear his heart on his sleeve like Tony. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and then Tony went solo, didn't he? Solo Tony. Bony Tony. Bony Tony. Tony Baxter. So, some of the classic characters. Well, yeah, thank you for your question. Uh, what was the history of the worst comedy night? There it was. There it is. T- <laughs> and if anybody wants any more mm. stories, just ask and we'll tell more. Mm. Mm. Now, we did have 10,000 downloads. 10,000 years, years ago! ago. Uh we've had a couple of shout-outs. Uh, one is from Miss Adventures in Travel. She says amazing work. We can only dream of getting there one day. So that's a podcast uh, which is all about kind of travel stories and tales. Check them out, help them to get to ten thousand. Miss Adventures in Travel. Search Lovely it stuff. everywhere you get your podcasts. Ginge Pixel says Merlin's beard. Which is very nice. Beautiful. Very good. And another podcast, I think this is quite a new podcast, called JK We're Rolling. Mm -hmm. And says congrats y'all. And that's a podcast about a kind of game system within the Harry Potter universe. So check them out as well. Mm -hmm. And finally, we've had a lovely five-star review. Last week, we tempted people in. Mm -hmm. Somebody's bitten. Because we've had a five-star review from C. Christie, who says, I just want some stickers, mate. Well,
0: mate, <laughs> send us your address and you get some stickers. The reason we ask for the reviews is uh, when you put in Harry Potter on, like, uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah. if you've got more recent reviews, you come up to the people who search for this yes. podcasts. Whereas if you don't have any recent reviews, you get lost in the flurry of Harry Potter podcasts. So we ask for... It really helps us uh, getting. If you give us a five-star review and, like, say something about us in making us appear for people. Just so we can grow the show, really. It really, really helps. And, yes, as Tom said, see
1: Christy. uh, Just email us, pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. Let us know your address, and we will send you some stickers in the post.
0: Yeah.
1: We should put a picture of the stickers online
0: so people Oh, they're cool,
1: aren't they? They're beautiful. Very good. It's our Pottervision podcast logo in sticker form.
0: Yeah, yeah, boy. 10,000 years ago. I don't know what that is.
1: Pottervision. This has has been been the Pottervision podcast. As always, thank you so, so much for listening. If you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. This is our call-out for this week. Give us a five-star review. It really helps boost our listeners. Also, if you want to get in touch, we're on pottervision.com. You can send us a message on there. Email us at pottervisioncomedy at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or you can talk to us on our social media, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And if you want bonus episodes at the minute, well, I think we'll have five episodes out, maybe six, of Double Vision over at the Patreon website, along with other goodies, key rings, posters, all sorts of stuff. Mm. Potvision, sorry, patreon.com forward slash PotterVision. Next week, we've only got four more chapters left of this book. And next week, it's episode 32, chapter 15 of book two, Aragog. Mm. You've been Tom Lawrenson.
0: You've been Lucas Kirkby. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Pottervision podcast. The music was performed by Jack Evans. You can contact us through our website, pottervision.com. And if you'd like bonus content and to support the show, you can visit patreon.com forward slash Pottervision.